Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Mary Ann. Guys, today I have not just my friend, not just my sister, but the writing coach, Ebony Nicole Smith. She is going to rock your world as we get started today. So without further ado, here is Ebony Nicole Smith. And I've already said your name, but let's um, hear from you directly, um, your name and who you are. All right. So I am for like the fourth time that y'all heard. Y'all will not forget it. And it's also on my shirt. I am Ebony Nicole Smith. <laughs> you talk about extra branding. Right. <laughs> I am Ebony Nicole Smith, the writing coach and publishing engineer. I right. help faith-based, uh, faith I always get that tongue-tied. I think it's the gap. But <laughs> I help faith-based men and women to structure, start, finish, as well as publish that God-given book in the appointed season. I am in my fourth year of business. I have been writing and publishing since 2010, 2012, respectively. And I just love it. Love it, love it, love it. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for for asking me to be on your show. Like, yes, just let me know when. (laughs) Yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so you said a whole lot of good stuff in there, and we will be coming back to those. Um, But for me, 2021, it's all about transformation. It's about transformative freedom. And that is like my one word, actually two words for 2021, transformative freedom. So when you hear transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? Transformative freedom. For me to transform means to go from one level to the next one section one area from one to the next and so to transform you're leaving something behind and becoming something new for um transforming freedom freedom means you have nothing holding you back you are in the right place to do what it is you are transforming into and becoming that new person freely without any restrictions Yes. Nice. Nice. So you mentioned, um, disruption instructions in there. Mm -hmm. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about one of the biggest obstacles that you have faced and how you healed and what that process looked like? I just got my temperature just went up. Wait a minute. For me, one of my biz- biggest obstacles was, and it, I'll say was, and can sometimes still be, self-doubt. Mm. My self-doubt will come from me looking at what's going on instead of me focusing on what I need to be focused on. So that means, like when I first started my business back in 2016, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a I'm going to help people write their books. I'm. This is what I'm going to do. I know how to do it. I've been doing it for, uh, at that point, it was six years for myself. So now I can do it for others. You know, I got this in the bag. <sighs> then it came time <laughs> to let people know who I was, what I do, and how much it was going to cost to invest in me to get their book done. I, for some reason, now knowing I have all the skills to do it, doubted my ability. 
Mm. I doubt it. I, I, I had, I remember talking to my first coach, Cheryl Holland and I, or Grant, she got married, Cheryl Grant. And I told her, I have no proof that I could do this. And she was like, well, how many books have you written? Right. Uh, th- four, I think it was like four at that time. She was like, that's mm-hmm. your proof right there. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Okay, cool. So I do, I do have proof. <laughs> I thought proof. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's where I walked yeah. by. My proof had to come in the form of clients, but my mm-hmm. proof was in the form that I had done it for myself. So if I can do it for me, I can do it for you. My self doubt would stop me and dead in my tracks. I could get a download, a fantastic idea from God. And I'm telling you all my ideas come from him. He would say, do this. And just randomly things that I, he would give me. And I would just be like, oh, that sound good. But I don't, yeah. who's going to buy it? Who's going to mm-hmm. trust me to teach them? Who's going to let me show them the way? Who's going to let me, who's going to, who's, who's, who's. And so mm-hmm. I will st- start to doubt that I can perform the things that he has given me to do. Mm-hmm. So I would become stagnated. I would just become frustrated. I would watch. And, and this is what I learned is that if, if I'm given an idea and I don't move on it, or if I don't even, if I don't start to make plans, you know, to get it in place and be strategic about it, I'll watch someone else do it. And that used to kill me. Yeah. So now to get over it, I would, if any self doubt pop up, I'm like, I'm qualified for this and I'll keep going. Mm-hmm. And even if I had to tell myself throughout the entire process, I'm qualified, I'm qualified, I'm qualified. That will break down any self-doubt that wants to build up. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. Yeah. I'm qualified. That's good. So that ties in with my next question. You spoke a little bit about it. Why do you think that we as women sometimes become stuck and we don't trust ourselves? Because we don't trust the process, one, and we may be looking for instant gratification. Now, given the climate of, ooh, my desk, I'm going to knock my desk over it. Given the, the current climate, we're, we're watching a lot of people on social media pop up out of nowhere. I made 60000 in three months and you can do it too. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you on somebody's, like, how are you doing? And so, and you see this so much, you can see people posting, you know, I made $10,000 in one week. If I can do it, you can do it too. But they're, what they're not showing, what they mm-hmm. fail to explain are the years, sometimes people are spending decades to make it to the point where they're making $60,000. And mm-hmm. so we look for instant gratification. And if we don't get it, we don't trust the process. If we don't get it, we don't trust ourselves. We think that we're failing when we're not. We are just being processed. There's a lot of things that we have to learn. And, and this is one thing that I learned in my journey to becoming mm-hmm. the, the financially free uh, entrepreneur that I am is I had to learn how to handle money. I had to learn how to handle money, even in my small money. I'm a thousand air, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, a thousand air. But, you know, there is a I am a millionaire. There's a millionaire inside of me that's going to come. My account don't say it yet, but I believe what I heard. OK, put so, it out there. 
It, it absolutely. I'm a millionaire. You are speaking. You are watching a millionaires. Just wait for it, okay? Because I'm I'm working towards it. All right. <laughs> but when we don't go through the process, my process was learning how to be faithful over my few thousands, so I could be uh, faithful over my more thousands and then my millions because what I learned at this level will have to be applied at the next level. And sometimes we want to rush and go straight to the end. And the process is like, yeah, you want to skip these four steps, but these are crucial to the fifth step. You can't skip these. And so we, you know, begin to doubt and we get frustrated and we want to give up. I've been there. I'm like, this is not working. I don't want to do it, but I can be on the cusp of a moment that will change my life. And yeah. so I'm I'm encouraging any woman in 2021, you are qualified, say it to yourself, write it down if you have to, and don't give up. You can literally be on a cusp of changing your life. And if you give up, you will never see the change. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just trust the process. Yeah, that is so good. Um, in the beginning of your introduction, you mentioned that you are the writing engineer. Mm-hmm. Writing coach and, pu- and publishing engineer. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell us like um, a little bit more as to what that is, what that means? Yeah. So, as a writing coach, I help my clients from thought to a physical book. Okay. And so, and as a, I'm sorry. See, I got both of those mixed up real quick. Look, as a writing coach, I help them from thought to a completed manuscript. So that's the and having it done laid out in your Word or Google document, it's ready to go. All your thoughts are in order. It's structured. That's part of the coaching. I make sure that your thoughts are complete. You'll be surprised how many times I've read incomplete thoughts. And I'm like, what are you saying here? So I dig and I pull and I push out the uh, for the very best of my clients. And I also become their accountability partner. So a lot of my clients have come to me and said, you know, I've been wanting to write this book for 10 years. Really? You've been carrying that book, baby, for 10 years? It is long overdue. Are you ready to push? Because I am ready to hold your hand and <laughs> so you can push this book, baby, out. Yeah. And that's what I do as a writing coach. Then as a publisher, oh, man, that's a totally different beast right there. <laughs> as your publishing engineer. I build the different platforms for your book to be available for a sale. I go through and I do everything that is required to go from a Word or Google document to a physical book in hand ready for immediate sales. From children's books to uh, devotionals, workbooks, ebooks, everything in between, I help my clients by being their coach and by being their, their publishing engineer. Nice. So what 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 was your process like? What got you into starting this? I know that you have written several books before. Yep. So but what got you into becoming the writing coach? Oh, goodness. That's a good question. Um, in 2015, I uh my my bishop knew about my book. And so he started saying, you know, I want to write a book. I want to write a book. And he will always say to me, Ebony, I'm going to write my book. Ebony, I'm going to write my book. OK, Bishop. Well, when you're ready. You know where to find me every Sunday and Thursday. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so it was him. It was him asking me to help him with his book. His his book is um, "It's a Matter of Dominion" by Bishop Roderick L. Hennings. And what I did for him was I transcribed his uh, four 
four or five of his uh, audios and it, it wasn't easy. So I didn't go word for word. What I did is I had to pull out the sermon because mm. if you ever hear pastors speak, they sometimes go off to the, you know, go off to the left. Yeah. You're like, okay, reel it back in. And then they keep <laughs> going. So, but when I transcribed it, I had to make sure I wasn't catching those things to the left and just staying focused on the word that he was, that God had given him that he was releasing. So that's what I did for him. He had already, he had a publisher already in place, which was through Kojic Publishing. So I transformed the, the, the audio into a word and then pass it on for his publisher to take it from there. And that was the start. I said, no, I can really do this. And so I'm like, okay, well, faith-based people, faith-based people have books. They, they are walking testimonies of God faithfulness. And so we need to get these books out far and wide across this world for people who has who in them have the proof of God's faith and, and our faithfulness to us in love. So that's why, that's why I started. This is wow. so we can get it done. Mm-hmm. So today, how many books have you published or helped other um, people publish? For myself, seven. And, and I'm yeah, seven for myself and for my clients, 20. And right now I have, I'm working on, five right now, including a children's book, which is so awesome. It's this young author named Derek Thomas. He is writing, he's writing for children. His book, um, I forget the title of it, but he's uh, teaching kids what it's like to be young and saved. And the gems this young man is teaching, I said, are you sure you're 11? He said, yeah. I'm like, I think you're writing, you sound like you're maybe, your writing is as if you are a, a young adult because it's understanding is such. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So for me, it's, you know, working on these different projects, got these five clients, all of them should be published by, I'm shooting for, well, March to April. They okay. shall be done. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. So what piece of advice, so going back to the transformative freedom, what piece of advice would you give to our listeners who are realizing that they're not living life to the full potential and they're ready to step into their own truth? If they are ready to step into their own truth, take a deep breath, let it out slowly and take that first step. Usually the first step is getting out of your head, getting rid of self-doubt by saying, I am qualified. It doesn't matter what that qualification is for, simply saying I'm qualified and you step out on your qualifications. That is how you can continue to move forward and trust the process. Whatever comes up against you, just know it's there to strengthen you. It's like lifting weights. Yes, it's heavy, but if you push and you keep pushing, you're going to see your arms transform or you're going to see your legs, especially leg day. Ooh, child. You'll see your leg. <laughs> the next day, it's like, I don't even want to walk. Somebody hand me a wheelchair. But, you know, if you just push the weight, you just push and push. And the more you push, you'll see everything transform. But if you don't push, if you give up, if you say it's too hard, you'll never see the results. And it, everything that's, I'm going to tell you this, not how I believe it, not everything that's worth receiving, everything that's worth keeping takes 
work and time, work and time. So even if your work is my, let's say my work is 10 months and then your work is two years. It does not matter if my 10 months to your two years, we both kept working and we are seeing amazing results. So yeah, 2021, don't stop. You are qualified. Keep pushing. So in saying I am qualified, it sounds a little bit like affirmations. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on affirmations? I love affirmations. I, I absolutely love them. I, I'm working on a book now of 50 affirmations for entrepreneurs. And it's I'm, I'm gifting those to my clients as they come in. That's what I'm going to give them, ship that book out to them. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to sell it yet, but that's what it is. And it's just to remind them of who they are. You know, I am qualified. I have the wisdom that I have wisdom that needs to be shared. My words matter. These are affirmations to remind me when I'm when I'm uh, awarded the opportunity like this to speak on someone's platform or I am qualified to speak. My words matter. Yeah. Yeah. Affirmations are very important. So now that 2021 is upon us. Mm-hmm. What are you most looking forward to? What are you most excited about? <sighs> There's so many things. Wait a minute. Let me think of one. Um, I would say in business sense, I am looking to help 21 people become published authors this year. So I am looking forward to hitting that 21. Um, it would be just mind blowing. I know 21 may not be a lot to other publishers and writing coaches, but for me, that's my goal. So to hit that goal would be, is what I'm looking forward to. Nice. So as far as getting that goal, where can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Yes, absolutely. So you can go to my website, which is ebonynicolesmith.com. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Coach Ebony Nicole. You can also search on, excuse me, on Facebook, Coach Ebony Nicole. And Twitter, (coughs) excuse me, got a tickle in my throat. Twitter is at Coach Ebony Smith. And if you want to set up an appointment, (coughs) excuse me, for us to talk about your book project, you can go to Coach Ebony Nicole dot as like Sam dot me forward slash Coach Me. Nice, nice. I'll be sure to um, get all that um, put into the show notes, okay? Um, so our listeners can definitely connect with you. Awesome. So, what would you say has been one book aside from the Bible? <laughs> that you have that you have read that has totally transformed your life. Um, her name is Andrea, or I'm not, I'm saying it right. It's Andrea uh, Richmond. Um, it's called "Are You Ready for the Yes?" That's oh my goodness! It I read it um, last year, and it's just phenomenal. It prepared me for this year's yes. To step out and just prepare for my branding, gave me more strategies on that, marketing strategies. It gave me more um, actual real confidence because I'm like, these are some different elements I did not have in place. Like I didn't have, I have my brand colors, but I didn't think about my brand font so that that can be more consistent. So her book wasn't just about, you know, being consistent on those little things, but 
it just helped all the way around. So I would say, are you ready for, I would recommend, are you ready for the yes? By and I think it's Andrea Richmond. It's, I don't think I'm saying it right. I, I, I apologize. I'll have to uh, send it to you so you can um, have her correct name. But yeah, that's what I would recommend. Highly, highly recommend that. In her one, her other book, um, I haven't started reading it yet. It's called um, Uncloned Marketing. That's her book she just released in August. That one, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but that one is, is what I highly recommend as well. Because I watched her for the last year market this book and I'm like, Whoa, if you can market this book, I need the book. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. I'll definitely connect with you so I can get the right information to have it yep. on the show notes and for me to also get those books. Yeah. Sounds yes. like I definitely need to look into those. Mm -hmm. So you and I um, have collaborated in two different projects. Yay! One um, was Women Inspiring Nations and yeah. then your most um, recent one that you put together, A Praying Wife and Waiting. Mm -hmm. um, what's the story behind A Praying Wife and Waiting? What brought that on? Oh, goodness. So A Praying Wife and Waiting was originally going to be a 60-day, what's it, 60? Yeah, about a 60-day devotional is what I was going to create it to be. But then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the praying wife, and I need other wives to teach me still. So let me reach out to these wives, wives who have been married um, for less than 10 years and wives who have been married for 11 or more. And the wisdom that you all poured out on those pages, I'm like, oh, this is going to save me in my marriage before I even get married. So <laughs> it was all about not only my voice being heard and understood, but others as well. Go, um, pulling on those who have the actual experience to teach waiting wives like myself. And so that's what I that's what I did. It's all about teaching and pouring out what you've been through to help someone else. Nice. So the book is not just focused on wives and it's not just focused on single women. It's right. focused on women becoming wives. Yes. Women becoming wives. So there are, there's three parts to the book. The first part was written by five women who are successfully single. Successfully single means you have a healthy view of marriage. You have a healthy view of relationships. And I say, and I stress the word healthy is because I once was a bitter woman. I mean, bitter. I mean, you would eat a lemon and be like, oh, this is sweet. That's yeah. how bad it was. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go through a transformation with God to clean out my heart, remove that bitterness so that love can really flow. And that changed my perception, my view, my understanding, and allowed me to be open to, to a healthy relationship that first started with God and then can transition to other areas, one being marriage. Then the third section is from wives who are married for 10 years or 10 years or less. Those are trying times. Like, you know, we, I don't understand. I, I, listen, I've never been married. So those first 10 years reading those stories, I'm like, okay, so everything is not peaches and cream. We not just 
you know, hey, walking on cloud line, you telling me that the romance or not the, uh, the honeymoon phase honeymoon. is after a year? Like, what is happening here? I thought this was like <laughs> peaches and cream going on. No, 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 no. There's still uh, one of the ladies talked about the insecurities that she had that were dormant. And then when she got married, it just, whew. I'm like, okay, well, we got to deal with these things. And then you have women who are 11 or more. One of the ladies, Mia Rowan, 36 years, she's been wow. married. She's been a wife more longer than she's been alive. She's She got married when she was 17 or 18 years old. She got married and been a wife longer than she's been alive. So, I mean, not long she's been alive. She's been married more mm -hmm. than half her life. And it's just her lessons just, I'm like, this is wisdom. This is gold. So even mm -hmm. if you're if you're waiting, if you're married maybe 10 years and you're going through something, you can see other women are, you know, maybe in the same situation. Or if you want to see what it's like to make it to year 11, year 25, you can see what that is like. Yeah, you'll see it. And if you and if they want to know about the empty nester phase, check yes. me out. <laughs> so you'll be surprised. A lot of people are are going there now. They're reaching yes. that point, and it's like, okay, it used to be us and the kids. Now mm -hmm. it's just us. Now I have to really learn who you are. Yes. Wait a minute. Yes. You do you you leave the toilet seat up? I thought that was Junior. That's you. <laughs> and I thought it was the kids. Come in right. and kitchen messing up dishes after I cleaned it. It's you, you know, so you get yep. to see these things because he no longer mm -hmm. gets to hide behind the kids. But <laughs> yep. and it's so good too because for Thanksgiving, actually, James and I, we were like, I don't want to make a turkey. Like, what yeah. are we gonna do? Not for Thanksgiving, not for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, I mean. I'm like, what are we gonna do? Like the kids are gone. Let's just pick some place and let's just go. Yeah. So I took my phone, I Googled three-hour drive from Sanford, Florida. And we just picked a random place and spent three days out in um, San Simon Island in Georgia. It was wow. cold. I thought I was in Rochester because it was like 30 <laughs> and 40 degrees. But the sun was shining. It was beautiful. And we had such a fun time. Yeah. So, it was like, so it's really, you just have to be purposeful when yep. you're become an empty nester. So. See, be purposeful. I got to remember that. So because I know... Yeah. Like we won't have when I get married, we will not have children right away. So that's like an empty nester right there because it's just mm -hmm. him and I. So yep. yeah, that, that makes sense. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yay. <laughs> we already prayed oh. for him to arrive this year. Yes. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, do it. <laughs> so a question that I like to ask all my goal, all my guests, um, is what does fearless living mean to you? Fearless living. Oh, goodness. Just get out there and do it boldly, fearlessly. Even if you come across a moment when you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Go. If you believe, because I, I'm a woman of faith, you know, we are women of faith. If you believe God is pushing you to, if he laid this plan out, mm. just go. Be like, Lord, I don't know. Well, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. That's faith. That's walking out on faith. And, and this, this is what I said to my friends earlier. Um, when we are stepping out on faith, it's after we have consulted the counselor who is Jesus. Mm. Stepping out on faith without him is just you doing your own thing. 
But just like Peter, when he stepped out of the boat, he did so by God's word or Jesus's word, same person or mm -hmm. same spirit. He Jesus said, come. And so he stepped out of the boat off of a word that right. was given to him and he walked. And it wasn't until he looked around that doubt started to come in because now he's out in the open like, oh, wait a minute. I'm heavily walking on water. And <laughs> wait a minute. And that's when doubt and fear comes in. And that's when we sink. But we have to remember what Peter did. He looked around, but we should look forward at him because that's where we are going. So I would say to any woman who is who wants to be fearless, just keep your eye on him and just go. This fearless means just going, walking on the word that was said to you. Awesome. 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 So we are almost out of time. Mm -hmm. um, before we wrap up, are there any last parting words that you would like to leave our guests with? I would say write the book already. I say that I put that on my posts on, on my social media all the time. Write the book already. I mean, just what are you waiting for? You got me. I'm one stop shop. Okay. You don't know where to start. Great. I do. You don't know what should go in the book. Great. I do. You don't know how to structure it. Great. <laughs> I do. You don't know how to publish. Great. I do. So therefore you have no reason not to do it. All excuses were canceled in 2021, 2021 or 2020 rather. In 2021, you have to put everything to action. That's it. Just get it done. Awesome. And awesome, live fearlessly. Awesome, awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, guys. So this was another episode of Fridays with Marianne and our special guest, Ebony Nicole Smith. I will be sure to update um, the show notes so you can find her and the books that we talked about. <laughs> Until next time, have a great night. Bye. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.